0: Tonight, it was the end of the road for Trevor. Oh. Seriously, exactly. I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> you and me both, mate. What the <laughs> hell happened there? Father Day doesn't know what happened. The OGs oh, were stunned. The viewers bloody, were stunned. Mate. and I so- know, oh, people are crying. Oh, Jesus. Well, let's get to the bottom of what happened. Trevor, thank you for joining me tonight. No
1: worries. Thanks for inviting us, mate.
0: Well, let's start, obviously, with WTF. What on earth happened? Safest person (laughs) in the history of Big Brother, university life by the house, super safe nomination from Dave.
1: What happened? Yes. I don't know. That caught me blindsided. Um, All I remember is sitting on the couch going, okay, we didn't have a discussion on who he's chucking up, and usually they have a chat with us. I'm going, okay, cool, this looks pretty safe. Everything's going good. I sat down. Dave did his thing, came back, sat right next to me, taps me on the leg and goes, are you ready? And I just went, shit, you doofus, what are you doing? And I knew just in that moment that he's put me up. He could probably tell it on my face and I was like going, oh, God. And then Mm. putting us up against the two two young ones, like Gab and Alicia, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going home. There's no way I was going to let those two girls or either of them uh, get kicked out of the house. So, yeah, it was sort of like, I, I don't know. It just caught me blindsided.
0: Well, you said straight up that you won't scramble um, and basically everyone do what they need to do. I mean, why is it that mm. you were not prepared to fight for your place in the house?
1: Uh, I don't, I'm not that kind of person that goes around and looks for other people's acknowledgement of why I'm in the house. People know I was in there. People know who I was. I was up front with everybody. So I wasn't going to run around and, like, you know, Kiss everybody's bum and their brown nose. <laughs> Pardon the pun. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not that kind of person outside the house. I'm not that kind of person inside the house. So, what you see is what you get. I'm not, I don't run after people. I'm not that person that runs after people and asks for, this is why you should keep me in the house or this is why we should be friends. If we're not friends, then you'll keep in you won't keep me in the house. We are friends. And I had good friendships with everybody in the house. And I thought, okay, cool, that's enough for me. But then when he put us up with the two girls, I went, right, okay, cool. I'm just going to fall on the sword here and kick myself out.
0: Yeah. You, you told Alicia, though, to do what she needs to do to, to put her vote on you. But I, yeah. I, I get I get why you did that. But but why was it a foregone conclusion that it was you? I mean, there were three people nominated. Why, why couldn't she vote for Gabby?
1: Because uh, I, I like Gabby. Like yeah, <laughs> Gabby was like my little sister in the house. And I told Gabby, had a massive argument with her, to chuck her vote on me, and just to say, if you want to stay in this house, then you've got to do what you've got to do. That one vote that Gabby got, that was my uh, was would have been Alicia's vote, because mm. um, that was it. There's only one person voted her, and I'm pretty sure that was Alicia. And everything, I think that's what the the whole plan was to try and get Alicia out. But the whole thing is with me. It's just I don't know why. Why didn't you just chuck Brenton up? That was the whole thing for me. We didn't yeah. know Brenton. So he's near the house. His acting was terrible. Mm. And I saw it straight through him as soon as he walked through the house. I was like, oh, here we go.
0: Yeah, actually, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Because, um, yeah, there was, there was a, quite a few things on screen with you and Brenton where he was acting really, really dumb. But um, I, oh, I, my I, just, God. I do want to ask, though, about while we're on the nomination, though. I mean, because you famously say in the show, 110 days uh, without, you know, uh, being yes. up a nomination. So... It must have been a different experience for you because you went through a whole big brother experience and not having that feeling of what it was like sitting in those chairs. So
1: yeah, what what was it like for you? It was um, very surreal and very taken back. I sat down on the chair and I was like, wow, this is what it feels like. And all the emotions hit you. But I was kind of calm and content to know that I was going to go. But then, when the screen came on and the girls started, you know, they were, everybody just started getting emotional. And then mm. they were saying so many nice things about us. And I just went, "I'll oh, stop it. I hate all that." You know, being you know, people saying nice things about us in front of other people. If you're going to do that, do it tucked away, like if we're driving in a car or sitting at a bar, or you know, just one on one. Because I get very emotional. I, I, you know, I'm I'm a humble person, but I just don't take you know admiration like when it's all out in the open, mm. I go, yeah, okay, cool. Okay, That's let's just stop it. And then when <laughs> the boys got brought up and then, yeah, it just everything just got to me. So I was, that's why I was so emotional at the end.
0: You had a, a really nice connection, obviously, with the with the OGs. Um, mm. were, were you always going to be loyal to the OG alliance and, until the newbies were yeah. voted out?
1: Or what, what strategy did you have? My strategy was just to have the OGs back, whatever they wanted to do. Like me and Tim had a good... Um, Uh, you know good friendship going where he would come over and say this is what's going on this is what I need you to do and if I said no I'll do this can you work around that he'd go yeah okay cool so we wanted to get Lara out I said I need Lara out because she's doing my head in and she's just a weapon she's a weapon we need to get her out the same thing was going for Joel Mm. and and Mel like it was just Tim had a, a strategy in his head that this is what how we can progress in the game. And I was like, yeah, I'm behind you guys 100%. My whole thing was to make sure Reg got to the, as far as she could. And if it meant me being the human shield, then I, I guaranteed that that's what I'd do.
0: You mean Tim that had that great plan and it ended up putting his vote on you? <laughs>
1: that that, 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 that yeah, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Tim, the one that... <laughs> <laughs> kicked me in the nuts when I was turned around. <laughs> yeah. But I had their back and um, people knew where I stood with everybody else. I uh, had Gabby's back 100%. There was no way if it came up, I would have fought for Gab. Same thing went for Taras and Johnson. Uh, they, they were good people. Like That's the one thing that they miss on the show is the connections and the friendships I had in the house with different people. Mm. And I told people that's... I'll have you, oh, I've got you no matter what it is and I won't vote against you. I'll just find out different ways of doing it. Like if it came up to Reg, Gab and and Johnson, it'd be Johnson. You know, you'd have mm. that a different structure of how you'd put everything on. Mm. You'd have people in different lines. So,
0: but it, it is what it is. It was pretty close though in the end because Tim actually had voted for you and the other one that was supposed to be sort of safe, with the OGs was Jules, the, the new um, mm. intruder. If they both had a voted for you, it would have been a tie, and then presumably Dave would have put someone else out. But uh, yeah, it, it did end up being pretty close. Now, Dave put you up as a, as a super safe vote. Now, the audience <laughs> hears that all the time, but yes. a lot of the time it doesn't work out. So I'm sure the audience was rolling their eyes.
1: Is there such a thing as a safe vote? There is a thing as a safe vote when you have people that – are unsafe, if that makes any sense. If you put me up with someone like your Brenton and Alicia, then I would have been safe. Mm. If you put me up with someone like uh, Lulu and uh, maybe uh, you always got to have that other person that no one wants in the house. That's mm. the only way it's a super safe vote. But then putting me up with two of the youngest people in the house, the two that I've thought were like my little sisters in there, well, just there was like, like I struck up a good friendship with Alicia when the, that chicken bloody thing was going around, and she was like, she has massive anxieties with the chickens, like like total, like people have anxieties with death, and you know, mine is and sharks and talking in front of people. Mm. That was her like you got people with anxieties with snakes and spiders. Hers was chickens, and it was just heart wrenching at the time. There was another time when they chucked her in a room with Tim, chickens and her and everybody was, there was so much stress going around in the house and I nearly punched a hole through a door. You don't see that. And I had to go in there. I had to go, literally go in there and told BB, you need to open this door and I'm going to give you a countdown to 10. If this door's not open, I'm going to put my foot through it. And I gave him a countdown to 10 and then I literally pushed through the door, walked over, told Tim to get the fucking chickens out of the way and then picked her up and then carried her out of the room because she was just freaking out. And I think that's where Albon kicked in a lot. Yeah, it's beautiful. And Gab was just Gab was just um yeah, she's just Gabby. She's a little champion. And we we got struck that's a, one thing is that they missed out on is the the friendship and the mateship I had with Gab, because we were just running around like two fucking idiots. Uh
0: yeah, you you miss a lot of those connections. Um with the yeah. other other that have been out, yeah. They talk about all these connections
1: and I think, oh, I never actually saw that on, on air, but um and- and that's why people are probably confused at the end why there's so, so much emotion in there. What's going on? What did we miss? You've missed a lot. So,
0: <laughs> with your, um, <laughs> your your last challenge, um, you were holding up your body weight. So, um, oh my god, I'm, I'm asking how to. I'm wondering how to put this politely. Um, <laughs>
1: 130 kilos wet. It was just ridiculous. Some of the. I had a chat to some of the people in there, going, what's with these challenges? That everything's." Like, the only thing I was really good at was um, the tug-of-war one, and they didn't even show me, and we absolutely (laughs) hammered it. We killed them, absolutely killed them. And I was just sitting there going, the only thing I was really good at, and people were looking forward to see, and I crushed them. Mm. Like, there was was me, JC, and Gab, we were all there, and I said, we are not losing this today. And they go, "No." We all jumped at the same time, and as we all jumped at the same time, Johnson flew back into the air and so did Dave and then we just <laughs> powered through, powered through and crushed them. And they didn't even show that. And then there was another one with Gab and Estelle. Gab picked up the flag in under three seconds. Oh, wow. And they didn't even show. She um, bloody Estelle went down in a crouching position to try and use herself as an anchor. Mm. But what they didn't know is Gab's dad's an ex uh, Balmain Tigers NRL player. Mm. And she... Jump forward, got up, sprinted for the flag and dragged Estelle and grabbed the flag. And I reckon it was probably three to four seconds. It was the quickest thing I've ever seen. Wow. And you don't see that. Yeah. Look, I
0: wanted to ask you, like, because you seem like, obviously, people know you're a real chilled out kind of guy. What do you make hmm. of all the drama in the house? I mean, Sam, Drew, Tully, Tim fighting with Dave and Sam, um, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, how, how do you deal with that? or well, you well, don't. The whole- <laughs> Uh,
1: you don't deal with it, really. It's mm. got, if it's got nothing to do with you, if you're going to go stick your nose in it, that's when you're going to get involved and that's when you're going to look like an idiot because you have no idea what's happening. It's mm. a storyline and a, and a friendship and a conflict that's been going on for, for ages with uh, Drew, Tully and, um, and Tim. And, and then chucking Sam in there as well. And it really had nothing. They weren't coming up to me. I had a couple of good chats with Sam and stuff. Nothing about Drew or, or Tim, but yeah, it's just so much drama in there, and you just kind of stayed away. Like other people are trying to get involved, went, don't get involved. Just sit back. It's their <laughs> thing. They're they're killing themselves right here. So,
0: well, speaking of drama, and um, we we're just talking about that before about Brenton. Now he's hmm. obviously coming in the show with his own little strategic plan, pretending that he yeah. doesn't doesn't know any of the OGs oh and God. and That's all this terrible. kind of stuff. But when you watch John Eggs, you wouldn't have seen just yet your episode uh, where you get vi- mm. where you get evicted but it does seem to the audience that every single person including you has has fallen for it because i think at one point he asked you about big brother and he's like no big brother's actually a, a the name of the tv show like uh, like
1: he's yeah that's to- this
0: but no one seems so to be dumb. picking up on it is no
1: as, 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 oh as we picked up on it as soon as he walked in mate
0: oh really we're
1: sitting on the couch yeah yeah yeah. there's one part sitting on the couch and then if I'll. And we're all having a chat, and we're all having a chat about Brenton and Jules. I said, Yeah, Jules seems pretty genuine. There's Brenton, dude. He's just comes in with his tux and no bloody socks on with his shoes, saying, uh, They were coming over. Johnson goes, Oh, he doesn't know anything about Big Brother. I went, Mate, if you believe that, you'll believe that I'm white. So, because <laughs> he came in and we we're saying stuff like that, Oh, he's Big Brother and stuff. I went, Oh, it's the TV show. And I was like, Mate, it's so dodgy. Like, if you want to get acting tips, Go have a chat to Drew because he's really good.
0: That's actually we you can
1: see Phil straight away.
0: Yeah, it's just one of the reasons I actually like doing these podcasts because you learn more. Because if you do watch the episode, you know um, tonight, uh, you will see that from an audience point of view, it looks like you all fell for it. So we yeah, we don't we, no. don't we don't see any any talk with you guys saying oh my god what's this guy doing and or anything like yeah. that. So.
1: Yeah, I can't even remember. I was leaning up against the couch. There was myself. There is uh, Johnson, uh, Dave, uh, Reg, and I think Gab was there as well. And we're all having a change on fall for this. It's just just a bit of a plague. So if he doesn't know what Big Brother is, then then why you're on here? Yeah. There's not a single person of his age that doesn't know what this show is all about. Mm. And if you're signing up for this show. You're, you're smart enough now to go on your socials and your bloody computer, YouTube, and just look up what it's about.
0: Oh, but, yeah. if, you ask, but if you ask him on the, on the show, uh, he, he didn't think he signed up for Big Brother. He thought he was going on Survivor.
1: Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> they probably asked him to go on Survivor and then he signed up for this. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Um, yeah, who knows? If that's how you get through life, then that's how you get through life.
0: <laughs> I've done this with the, with the other evictees. A uh, quick game of uh, choose a housemate, Trevor. So um, radio, most, most genuine, most genuine in the house would Reg, Reggie. <laughs> All right, that's been a poppy. Yeah, there's, there's a few uh, themes coming out with these questions. I like
1: I'll, it. The whole thing is that what, what you see is what you get with Reg. Like mm. she, when when you got her back and you had a bit of a chat. She knew how to play the game and what was going on, but she also was confused in how it was getting played. So she was pretty much doing what she could to be who, to get as far as she can. Yeah. But she was the most genuine person I've ever met in my life. She just straight up tells you what it is.
0: Well, the opposite now. Most non-genuine. They appear nice, but they could be lying to your face.
1: Um... I got that feeling from Lara and a little bit from Joel because you saw two different sides of Joel. Like Joel's like an amazing person, but you got game playing Joel. And then once you got a couple of drinks in the Joel, it was the wall dropped and Mm. I'm going, oh, who's this guy? Mm. And like I got the true Joel and I was having a, it's going to be great just to catch up with him and have a chat, just tell him Mm. because I was straightforward with Joel and he was like the nicest guy, but when he was in there in this mindset of playing the game, he played the game and the wall came up. Mm. And then as soon as you got a couple of drinks and he started to relax, you had great chats with him and he was just so relaxed and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I found out a bit about his background and the relationship he had with his dad and stuff. But then the walls came up again when other people came around. Yeah. And it's not a weakness. It was just him just being him.
0: What about um the most the person you'd like to most connect with on the outside? Who who would
1: you like to have over for a barbecue? Oh, I'd have all of them over for a barbecue, <laughs> mate. Just, <laughs> it's just a, not all at the same time. Um <laughs> like bits and pieces because you have you got your little group friends and then you got your other little, little mates that you have. Like I've got a group of nine really good close mates. Yeah. But you have different other connections with at certain, mate, because you grew up together but you're in the same group together and then he's got a different for, for relationship and a friendship with other people on different levels because they play a different sport or they're into different games or, you know. Mm. Yeah, I'd have them I'd have them all over for a barbecue but not at the same time.
0: What about the newbie house, mate,
1: that you would like to go the furthest or that you think will go uh, the furthest? I would like three of them and it'd be... Um, Gab, Taras, and Johnson, they'd be the three people that love to see go as far as they can in the game.
0: And who would you like to see win, Big Brother?
1: I really, really love to see Reg pull off a win, but I don't think it's possible. But uh, if someone's going to win the same three people again, I'd love to see a newbie win, and that'd be uh, Terrasse, Johnson, Gab.
0: Yep, now, yeah, a couple of like more personal questions rather than the game. You obviously were a, a big winner in, in your previous season. Um, mm. did, did you use the money to set yourself
1: up or did you <laughs> blow a bit as well? No, no, no. We bought a house and we set ourselves up great, mate. The boys oh, are at a great school. Breezy's finished your accounting degree, invested a bit of money, lost a bit of money, but yeah, we are all set up nice and pretty, mate. So it's that's the one question I get asked all the time. I said, we've got a roof over our heads and we're in the lucky position where we've don't never have paid a mortgage ever did you that's the one thing
0: i was gonna say did you have people that um you hadn't spoken to in a while come out of the woodwork looking for looking for a few dollars no i've never had that
1: at all so yeah yeah like the the people that i've uh, grown up with and uh, um you know and had in my life have never asked for anything because it was they've always been there for me and i've always been there for them in some capacity but, yeah, never, never in the wildest dream because, yeah, that's something that you don't do to friends.
0: You you did just touch on this, but, um, I mean, you proposed to your, your high school sweetheart on the first Big Brother. Um, I was high gonna, school? <laughs> was it?
1: Not high no, school? No, no, oh. no, no. <laughs> so, Where did I read that? that oh, no. Uh, no. No, no, that's quite funny, though, because there's a lot. <laughs> it's like... um. Uh, I think it's like an eight or nine year difference and she always brings it up like it, when I was out and about drinking she was in primary primary school. Uh, one stage. So I was like oh my god yeah no no. no.
0: You've already sort of said that so you, you know you're married now and got kids so I was going to ask mm-hmm. was that was it happily ever after I mean I mean I know oh, the, yes. uh, the answer but I've mean, for the audience um you know so after the after the proposal it was marriage and kids was it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got married a, a year to the date of when I yeah, left the house. Went mm. entered the house. Yeah, left the house. Um, had a uh, Got married in Broken Hill or Silverton, which was 20 Ks out of my hometown. Yeah. Had like uh, a few hundred people there. And yeah, we've got two beautiful boys now. Uh, Maika, who's 14 now. Mm. And Credence, who's 11. And yeah, oh, the happily ever after. Yeah, it's great. We're so happy.
0: So Big Brother 2.0 is done and dusted. What's, what's next? Uh, back to radio?
1: Yeah, well, I actually, after I left the show, I uh, scored myself a job on the drive show, uh, Moira and Big Trev on the Gold Coast from yeah. three to seven. Been doing that since January, and we just became the number one drive show on the Gold Coast for our regional uh, area. So, yeah, we're, we're smashing it at the moment. So it's it got Julie because I'm working with, some amazing people Moira being that's my awesome. co-host and oh she's just fantastic mate I couldn't think of anybody better to um, jump in the deep end it's just yeah she's amazing and the show's just going big guns so that's great
0: awesome well, Big Trev, you are—you uh, wear your heart on your sleeve. Such a fun guy, but so authentic oh, thanks, man. and and kind and an all-round top. Oh, blokes.
1: stop it! No, stop you it, are.
0: Stop you are. The oh, audience. The it.
1: audience knows it. it, it so it, you got all my notes that I sent you. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I did.
0: It is a shame though that you left um, the series earlier than than probably what people would have hoped for. Um, but yeah. ho- hope to see you at the finale and and thank you for joining me tonight.
1: Yeah, you'll you'll see me on the finale. Maybe they'll get me on from, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. I'll jump on there and run amok. That would be awesome. Uh, (laughs) That
0: that was uh, Trevor, sixth evicted from Big Brother 2022. That's it for tonight. Thank you for listening. I'm Aaron Ryan. I'll be back for the seventh eviction very soon. Good night.